Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Hello, friends. How's everybody doing out there? I'm here in New York watching the cold December rain fall down with a poodle on my lap. And I wanted to talk to you today about a couple of things that I think are all interrelated. You may have noticed a shift around the word normal over recent years. Normal is not the benchmark any longer. It's not what we're aiming for when we seek to heal. We're not asking Am I normal? Is my relationship normal? We're asking, is it healthy? When it comes to healthy relationships, the one we have with ourselves and the ones we have with others, we're really looking specifically at something called emotional maturity. This is a very helpful framework to use when it comes to understanding what's working or not working in our relationships. If you studied a second language, your mastery of it would be determined by your fluency. How well can you speak it? How effortless and natural is your word retrieval, your comprehension? Human emotions, human psychology, these are languages. And the way we get fluent with them is by getting acquainted with them, deeply, intimately acquainted. This means bringing what we call in Buddhism right effort to the process of getting to know ourselves and getting to know the people in our lives we want to have connections with. Emotional maturity also requires us to be patient and present, to resist the urge to jump in, to jump to conclusions, to hang out too predominantly in our ego. Emotionally mature people hold some space for the other. They hold some space for their own curiosity. They don't need to know everything concretely or dismiss what's foreign or intimidating to them. Emotionally mature people ask questions and they deeply listen to the answers. They don't live at the mercy of the need to be right, which is a need all of us have, by the way. It's really just a matter of how we indulge it versus how we work with it. There's wisdom in maturity, not just the wisdom of knowing things, but the wisdom of knowing the self. And as we know ourselves more deeply and honestly, we grow our capacity to know others in these ways too. Relationships become the real riches in our lives, the real prize And we tend to them with reverence and care, the way a gardener tends to a flower. Hello, friends. Just a quick interruption here to make sure you know about the new library of guided meditations on my site, marywelch.com. Each meditation has been designed with positive affirmations and solfeggio frequencies, which prime the pump of your subconscious mind to open and receive new ways of thinking. Because as we know, the quality of our thoughts determines the quality of our lives. 
After purchasing a guided meditation, you can download it and listen in the comfort and privacy of your own space as often as you'd like. And if a la carte isn't your thing, you can also purchase a pass at a discount to gain access to the entire library. So head on over to marywelch.com and click on the meditations button to check it out if this speaks to your soul. And now we'll jump back into today's show. I read a gorgeous quote about the connection between grief and gratitude that also touches on this notion of emotional maturity, the emotional maturity that's required of a person to be able to hold both. It's from Francis Wardweller. He says, The work of the mature person is to carry grief in one hand and gratitude in the other and to be stretched large by them. How much sorrow can I hold? That's how much gratitude I can give. If I can carry only grief, I'll bend towards cynicism and despair. If I have only gratitude, I'll become saccharine and won't develop much compassion for other people's suffering. Grief keeps the heart fluid and soft, which helps make compassion possible. Isn't that beautiful? If I can carry only grief, I'll bend towards cynicism and despair. If I have only gratitude, I'll become saccharine and I won't develop much compassion for other people's suffering. There's a bothness to all of this, isn't there? It's another shift, like the shift from is this normal to is this healthy? We don't need to look at life through an either-or lens. It's not grief or gratitude, it's grief and gratitude. When our grief no longer blots out everything else in our lives, but can actually expand us and sharpen our senses to be able to feel things even more profoundly, to allow for both ends of a paradox to coexist within us. That's when we know We're not only deepening our maturity, we're healing on a very fundamental level. It's powerful to feel this. It's why we do the hard work of walking a wholehearted path. So as we continue to journey further in to this holiday season, this winter season, let's hold a collective aim to grow our emotional maturity to know ourselves more completely, to be able to balance opposites like grief and gratitude so that we can show up for ourselves and others in ways that strengthen us more than deplete us, in ways that bring great meaning to our suffering, in ways that inspire us to share our light with others. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast so it can find its way to other ears out there. To learn more about my work and my latest offerings, visit me at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. Till next time, friends.